Ladies and gentlemen, this is a momentous occasion. <laughs> Do you hear the uniformity of our recordings of our voices, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, none of us are lining up timelines from two separate Audacity recordings today. And why is that, Nick? Because we are in the same room. Wow. The, the oh, wow. Wow. The universes have collided. And by that, I mean I flew up here. Yeah, he flew on a plane from... Alabama. Alabama. And I took trains as well. And the final leg of the journey was in automobiles. It was. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Our friend Missy uh, drove uh, the last leg of the voyage from Milwaukee to Port Washington, where we are now. Yeah, Missy's in the next room with Jess. They're in the next room. Yeah. So you might hear them sometimes if something funny happens out there. Also, you might hear construction noises because they're repaving the street outside. And if you have a problem with that, well, you can just turn it off, folks. Yeah, this isn't 100% invisible with Roman Mars, you know. We're not, we don't get that mattress money, so you're going to hear construction. Yeah. Uh, no fireworks, though, this week. Nope, not, well, hopefully not. There's still chances of that. Uh, so this weekend, Ben flew up here, and we went to, we rented out a screen for Black Widow, and we had some, <laughs> we had some mix-ups with that, didn't we? We did. So the, the theater said Fast 9 on the marquee but they but the people the manager not the manager but the people that worked the front desk were like oh yeah that's your theater that you're gonna we're gonna play black widow for you so we all go in there and we all sit down and we're just waiting and uh and some people that had not rented out the theater some strangers stranger danger they walked in and what did we do nick we kicked them out because they were in the wrong theater (laughs) we said go ahead and pack up your things yeah we were like this is black widow private rental screen not fast nine yeah uh so we made them leave and then uh, once the previews ended, th- that big old Universal Studios <laughs> logo came up, and I was like, yo-oh. <laughs> uh, we had, uh, w- the joke was on us, folks. Yeah, so they, the manager was, was completely aware that we had rented a theater for Black Widow, but did not communicate it to the staff properly. No. And so they put us in the wrong screen. It was a Fast 9 screen. And uh, Nick started flipping chairs. I did. I flipped, and they were bolted to the ground, so it was extremely difficult. Just like Red Guardian. Yep, flipping chairs, flipping planes. But uh, so they had to move us to Theater Nine instead of Theater Ten, and restart the movie because <laughs> they put us in the wrong one. But we, at least we didn't have to go through the trailers again. Yeah, we didn't, because you know we hate trailers here. <laughs> What's a trailer? And then uh, some people did try and come in like a third of the way through the movie. And uh, our friend Missy is not afraid to tell people that, <laughs> that they have to leave. So she was like, hey, uh, we rented this theater. And then the guy was like, isn't this Theater 9 for Black Widow? And we were like, yeah, but you're you're looking at your ticket, but we know you're pretending because we literally bought every ticket. So yeah. you, like, what you're holding in your hand is from the last movie you walked, watched before you snuck into this one. Yep. So like, no. Uh, Missy was the kibosh queen. Yeah, she made them leave. She's she like, guys, we privately rented this whole theater, and then suddenly they didn't have magical tickets for, for screen night. Yeah. I, lo- I love that their, resp- their response was, isn't this theater nine? Yes, that has nothing to do with why you're here. Exactly, because your ticket does not say that. Uh, and then when we did watch the trailers, uh, there was a trailer for that old movie, for the M. Night Shyamalan old movie. And once it was going, it was quiet, all of our friends were, were quiet, and then it said, by M. Night Shyamalan, and literally everyone <laughs> in our theater went, 
Oh. <laughs> it was an audible groan. <laughs> it was extremely funny. That they guys, I don't know if you have seen trailers for this movie. They are marketing this. They are marking the heck out of this. Not as much as Hobbs and Shaw, like like yeah, Nick not said as earlier. Much as Hobbs and Shaw. But but a lot. Like everywhere you turn, old. Yep, and so far uh, we are not sold on this marketing because neither one of us wants to see it. No, not interested. Yep. Also, we we were talking last night that there's like potential child abuse. <laughs> Even in the trailer, they they feature child abuse. Yeah, we didn't. It wasn't a good vibe for us. No. Uh, but yeah, so Ben's up here in Wisconsin uh, eating we, cheese. Yeah, cheese and horseradish. Guys. I don't know if you, if any of you follow me on the Instagrams. I took, I did a video. I did an Instagram TV post of eating this. What Nick described to me is the nuclear option horseradish, and I thought he was over exaggerating. I thought everyone was over. Like the, I've had strong horseradish. You know, it's it's a it's fine. No, no, Nick was not exaggerating. It is the nuclear option. It is like Mission Impossible with a little pill bomb in your head that gets detonated and it makes your eye turn sideways. It is that. Pretty much, yeah. So I, I recommend watching the video on Ben's Instagram for the nuclear horseradish. Um, we're going to go to cops yet today, so we can't talk about that yet because that's for later. Today. Yeah. Burgers are in our future. Indeed. But Wisconsin, also the beer here, guys. Uh, New Glarus uh, beer. I, I don't, did we talk about... Spotted cow previously on the podcast about we, how I was going to drink it. We might have mentioned it, but I don't think I don't think so. Okay, so spotted cow is like famous. I've heard it on other podcasts. I've heard race car drivers talk about it. It is, it lives up to the hype. I'll tell you this: New Glarus, the finish on their beer, like when you you know, like the the back end when you take a sip or whatever, it is sublime. That that spotted cow is so good. It's so good, y'all. There was also a beer called Moon Man. I did drink that's a pale ale. I drank it. It's wonderful. Uh, so, yeah, the beer and the food up here in Wisconsin, got to say, A+. Plus. That's mostly what we've done so far. Yeah, that's really that's about all we've done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I went to your cousin's house. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did go there, and we uh, sat around the fire pit and just hung out for a long time. That was fun. That was fun. We had a good time. Uh, all right, well, maybe we should talk about uh, this here, uh, what we done watched this past week. What we done watched. Yep, I watched Blade 2. <laughs> we're working our way through. Uh, I watched Blade Trinity as well. So we watched Blade 2 and 3 last weekend, Jess and I. How, how do they compare to that first one? I like Blade Trinity best. I know that's what? Like really? considered the worst one, but I think it's the most fun. Plus it's got Jessica Biel in it, and she's great. We do. We are We are fans of uh, Jessica Biel, and she's pretty. Yep, and uh, Ryan Reynolds is, is in it too, and he's funny. Oh, is he in it? Yeah, he's the dude, the dude that they have to rescue. He's the damsel in distress. Is is that the movie where they do the trapeze and they like re- like real flowy trapeze work on the ceiling? And I watched two and three so close. No, that was two because that was that the Guillermo del Toro one. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Because everyone kind of looks like Cronin in Blade Two <laughs> from Hellboy. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so Trinity's your favorite, and then what else you watch? I watched the Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime. Oh, it is a. It's a little too long. Uh, mm. I, I did like it. I enjoyed watching it a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. It reminded me of like a 90s spectacle sci-fi movie mm. in the vein of your Independence Days where it was, oh. it was also full of like some ch- cheesy family moments like like the <laughs> 90s movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and as Jay pointed out to me, <laughs> a laundry list of logic problems. <laughs> 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 but uh, apart from that, it was still fun to watch. Uh, 
so I watched that, and it's if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. So just watch. Yeah, that. barrier in- to entry is low. Yeah, and so and we watched Black Widow, obviously. Yeah, so we're not gonna do any spoilers. Let's, let's go ahead and talk about Black Widow here. No spoilers, obviously. We never do that. Yeah. Uh, the stunt work—that's what we need to talk about. I think that's the best Marvel stunt movie, and and Winter Soldier was previously, I think, the best. But this had Heidi Moneymaker all over it, and uh, Amy Johnston, and it just was awesome. There, there, there are several moments because Nick was sitting next to me. There's several moments I just started laughing because the stuns were just wild. Yeah, yeah. I, anytime someone impacts something and changes direction in the air, yes, that is a good stunt. Yeah, and, yep, uh, yep. There was several instances of that, and it was it was carried out. It wasn't CG. I could t- I could tell yeah. it was they were flinging Amy around yeah. on the wire, <laughs> and uh, it was so good. It's it was, so good. There's there's a table stunt where you know how the stunts where people get like hit or flung, and they hit a table the wrong way. It's like mm-hmm. those are always. They, they, you know, they make your boo hole pucker a little bit. Uh, and there was one one scene where I was just like, oh, God. But I just don't know how they do it. How do they do it? How are you doing that with his stunts and the hitting of the table with the lady? Yeah, are you done for the day? You can't do any more stunts after that. Uh, so good, though. This well, Overall, this movie is great. Yeah, it's great. Movie. We had a great time. Uh, highly recommend. Highly recommend The Black Widow. And Florence Pugh is a delight. She's so good in this. She is one of my new favorite Marvel characters. Yes. Uh, Yelena Belova. She's awesome. She was funny. Like, the humor in this was good. Yeah. Like, it was fun, actually funny, which Marvel's always been good at. Yeah. The hits are so hard. Uh, the action is so intense. Yeah. It's just a really good movie. Yeah. I like that there was, like, the color red throughout the movie, mm-hmm. which is really fun. And this movie is about repetition as well, but the, the color red is, is repeated throughout the movie. I just really dug that. It's just very a very stylistic choice, and it, it was so good. Yeah. So, watch Black Widow. Watch Black Widow. Uh, so, I started watching Godzilla Singular Point. Uh, oh, yeah. God, Nick is was so right. He's like, this is one of the best Godzilla things. It is absolutely so it made me completely forget about the three other Godzilla crap that Netflix put out previously this is it feels so Japanese in the best way possible plus Jet Jaguar is pretty much the protagonist and he's my favorite Godzilla yes fan. I love it the the crazy old man that builds him is, is great yep. uh, so and the animation's great the sounds they use the old right they use the old sounds yep it's all the same Creature sounds, yeah, from all, from all the original Showa era yeah. Godzilla movies. Yeah, they and they take some interesting ideas with the monsters that totally work. It's very interesting. Uh, they just it's done really well. Now I will say I have one beef with this. I wanted to watch it uh, with subtitles. And I preferred it that way, but there are so there's so many words. Yeah, they talk really. fast. They talk really fast, and so I was like, well, I got to put it on dubbing, and they use a lot of the same like. Um, voiceover artists that are in a lot of other animes and it just doesn't work for me i do not like it i don't i don't necessarily like all the not all of them are bad but a lot of them like a lot of times they'll have like little kid girls and they'll have adult women doing this like cliche anime little kid voice and it just i can't stand it i'm sorry so i'm just gonna have to get over that because this is so good but it is great i can't wait to I, I keep thinking about wanting to watch more episodes. Yeah, it's extremely good. Yeah, I'm having finished it. Uh, I watched Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, how was that? Uh, it was not good. Uh, oh, it no. was, it was, yeah, it was big Power Rangers energy. It's just real cheesy like that, like the 
the acting and the and the action is very very uh, Power Rangery, which I was absolutely not expecting, but it absolutely is. Also, there's a Cantonese Galadriel in this, uh, and there's only one other woman in the movie that has lines, and she's like in literally a scene. So it's it's a big sausage fest. Uh, <laughs> can't recommend it. I don't recommend this. It's not worth watching for the action. Yeah, no, I I wasn't planning on it. I yeah. guess. So kind of a disappointment there, but that that's uh, that's all I've watched. All right, well we can move on from what we done watched to then talk about this new news. <laughs> This here new news, uh, we're getting a Greenland sequel. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit, that they're making it, but now uh, they, they had bid the rights out, and it was like a giant bidding war, apparently, mm-hmm. so it's going to have some funding to it, and it's going to be it's going to take place after they emerge from the bunker from the previous Greenland movie, and we're going to watch it. We're absolutely going to watch this. I actually, I don't know who's writing this, but I actually hope they get the same writer. It's the same writer. Excellent. Can, I think can confirm. I think he is an excellent movie screenwriter. I think he's great. Yeah, I hope I hope that this is good and like doesn't I don't want it to turn into an action movie because Greenland was not an action movie. Yeah, yeah. That's that's right. I, I think I think they will sort of carry on that same tone, don't you think? I th- I should hope so. I mean that tone is what made the first one good. Yeah, definitely. So, well, hopefully it'll be good. I don't want it to be like, <laughs> I don't want it to make me tired. Like we have all this work to do. <laughs> I yeah, this will be more of a journey of I them finding a, a place. Journey, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm I'm into it. So remember the two the two different types of uh, stories. Yeah, <laughs> a man goes on a journey, or a stranger comes to town. So this is a man goes on a journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was the first one really because they had to go on a. journey. Oh yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. Uh, second piece of news we have here is we uh, we have our King the Conqueror, folks. Yeah. So Jonathan Majors, uh, who if you've seen Lovecraft Country, you may recognize Jonathan Majors. He was the main character of that show, but he was cast in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, and everyone assumed it was as King the Conqueror. But then he posted a picture on Instagram where he's holding an Avengers comic with Kang on the cover, so now everyone knows that yeah. he's for sure playing him. Yeah, I think this is an excellent decision. He's a great actor. Uh, people have done sort of those like Photoshop composites of his face in the traditional Kang costume. Yep. Looks great. I, I think this is a great choice. Yeah, I like when Marvel grabs these sort of up and coming like newer faces that you can tell are going to be great, and then yeah, I just think he's going to be great. Yeah. And uh, I don't know uh, how much Kang the Conqueror is going to be, like, is he going to go from the Ant-Man movies to other movies, maybe? Like a big bad? Or I don't there, know. there are a lot of little Easter egg references to him in Loki so far, so I think he's going to be a long-lasting villain. That's good. Yeah, we need another big bad. Uh, I think between Kang the Conqueror, Annihilation Wave, and maybe Galactus uh, or Doctor Doom, we have a lot of good choices. Yep. Yeah. Uh, last piece of news here, we have uh, a date for the release of Witcher 2, see, Witcher Season 2. Yeah, so Witcher Season 2, we can finally uh, binge on December 17th of this year. So we get to watch Witcher at the end of the year. Judging, now we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but um, judging by the teaser for this, I think they pumped a little bit more money, maybe? Oh, it did. It looked like it had a really high production value, yeah. like, like cinema grade production yep. value. Yep, yep, so that'll be fun. All right, so that's all the new news, and that brings us to... New New. The New New. New New New. 
new new trailers folks we have an adele teen teen <laughs> an adele ten 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 we got an adele ten ten adele ten uh so we're got, we got 10 trailers here and um how many boogers there's a couple pretty good ones this week. This makes up for last week. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So the first one we have here is the um, Masters of the Universe Revelation full trailer. Yes, this just keeps getting better. Everything we see about this, it just keeps getting better and better. This is an awesome trailer. Yeah, so it looks like some part of the plot will be Tila sort of being mad at her place in things where she, she wasn't in on the secret of... He-Man and Prince Adam being the same person. Mm. So, and then something about how magic is dying out in Eternia, and uh, they need her help to save it. And uh, so, it's going to be pretty great. I think we got we got hype. Yeah, I'm I'm glad they're going this route because He-Man tends to be a sausage fest, and Tila's a really cool character, and she's like one of the very few female characters in this. And so, the fact that she's being featured, I think is a great choice because she's really cool anyway yeah plus buffy's doing her voice and buffy is oh i didn't know that sarah michelle geller oh cool so this this trailer dude packed with he-man characters i mean to the gills bro yeah Roboto's in there triclops uh beast man skeletor stanky guy oh yeah stinkor who i believe is being voiced by jason muse from the other kevin smith clerks movies oh really (laughs) i think he's he's jay from jay and silent bob oh okay okay oh the animation looks awesome yep it is and it and it's like true to form like it looks like he-man yeah and that comes out pretty soon i think july 24th or something oh seriously yeah oh dang i can't wait for this man it's gonna be great oh so the other this is we, we missed this in the other piece of news so with the revival of like you know she or he-man voltron they are also, we just had got word that they are working on a revival of uh, Silverhawks. Silver Hawks. Put a little <laughs> clip of that in yeah. there. So I was thinking like, we probably could have done this for question times, but like what other like revivals would you like to see? And I have two in mind. This is the official questions time, so I'm going to put it as a Oh, post. okay, great. So... The Quash Tombs Tomes. Uh, for the questions times, what old cartoon would you like to see get like a reboot or revival i think a revival is a better word yeah i think so uh revisit uh so i have two uh the first one is bucky o'hare i just i love that as a kid i thought it was great uh and the other one is um uh, king arthur and the knights of justice yeah both great cartoons i watched both of those yep uh, mine is definitely dino riders uh, oh yes and also Dino saucers. <laughs> Dino saucers. They were called dinosaurs. My friends. Mine are all dinosaur-based, uh, armored dinosaur-based cartoon revivals. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they could expand on the Dino Riders idea, they could bring in the uh, megafauna mammals from the Pleistocene. Yeah, there were there were Ice Age <gasps> Dino Rider toys. No, I had a giant ground sloth, and I also had. Are you kidding me? Uh huh. The the killer warthog, which I forget what the the war pig or whatever, yeah, the, or hell pig, the hell pig. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I had that guy too. Shut up! They I didn't I didn't know these existed. Oh yeah, you should look them. I'll show you some pictures of them okay, because yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I got to see this. The ground sloth was my favorite though. He was cool. Dude, we have the best ideas. We do. Our ideas are superior. 
uh, infallible, I would say, almost. Yeah, I never... Listen, Nick, I don't ever want to toot our own horn. I want us to always be humble. But, like, these ideas of revivals, like, this is what the world needs. It is. Yeah, I think so. And I think eventually we'll get it. I think we'll get Dino Riders, for sure. God, it's... Dino Riders is the coolest, man. Yeah. I had a lunchbox. I had a Dino Riders lunchbox. And, and as a kid, you know, you stare at the same lunchbox cover every day. It never got old. David had the Tyrannosaurus. Wow. Yeah, that is awesome. That's awesome. So tell us, folks, write into us. Let us know what old cartoons would you like a revival or re- revisiting of. Yep, and we'll post, post that like like normal on Instagram, even though it's in the middle of the new new trailers. <laughs> so you don't get the you don't get the intro like this. Maybe you could put a sound effect, the intro sound effect of this. Yeah, one? I'll stick it in. It's gonna. It's going to be weird, but it's going to work. Uh, all right, so trailer number two is Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy Kingdom. This is funny because as this trailer started, I was talking about... Because we watched the trailers together for the first time. Together for the first time again. Uh, <laughs> we watched the trailers and I was like, I don't have any nostalgia for G1 Transformers. Like, I never watched the original uh, G1 Transformers cartoon. I was a Beast Wars guy. And literally... This trailer, uh, Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy Kingdom, turned into like Transformers versus Beast Wars. Yeah, that's exactly what it did. Yeah, as the Megatron Purple T Rex came out, and I was like, oh, maybe I am interested. In yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, definitely gonna have some of the, the Dinobots. Yep. Uh, so that'll be kind of cool. It makes me maybe maybe think we should start from the beginning on that and we'll actually watch I'm gonna it. I'm going to watch it because yeah. I saw Air Razor, I saw Cheetor, Tigertron, yep. Dinobot. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm there for it. I, yeah. I like Beast Wars. And uh, and we talked about did we talk about the Beast Wars news last week about uh, Ron yeah. Perlman being yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 okay that's a movie a live action movie so no, oh that's right that's this right is cartoons okay uh, so that'd be cool okay so then trailer number three Star Wars Visions yeah so this is an anime anthology series of Star Wars tales told by Japanese creators that's going to be on Disney Plus I didn't know that we wanted or needed this but we absolutely do. Yeah, so every single one of these is unique because it's different creators making each one. It's an anthology series. Yep. And in their own style, their own storytelling, uh, they got to write the stories and tell them how they wanted to. Yeah. It looks really cool. They said something interesting in this trailer. They said that a lot of the people that are making Star Wars now have been influenced by anime, you know, just in their lives. And so you kind of see some of those influences in Star Wars. And so this is like art, influencing art, influencing art. Yeah, because Star Wars came from a lot of Kurosawa movies, like the right. original ones, and so then so all of a sudden... 4X art-influencing art. Yeah, it just keeps going back, and it it originates with like Japanese traditions. So. Yeah. This absolutely works. I think the, the melding of Japanese storytelling in Star Wars, they just go together like peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, or like... Uh, smoky cheese and and chili chocolate, which is what we were eating before we recorded. Yeah, we cheese and and uh, and uh, cured meats. Yep, various it was, meats. It was so good, guys. Uh, Wisconsin got some good food. Uh, okay, so Star Wars Visions, we're looking forward to. We're three for three. We're hitting on all cylinders here. So far, they're all good. Yep. Uh, trailer number four is Encanto. Yeah, this is a Disney animated movie, like in the style of Moana. And also in the style of Moana, the soundtrack was done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. This is a very colorful tale of a bunch of people that have abilities and one girl that doesn't. Yeah, she's the normie. And she, yeah. I'm sure she'll she'll learn as she goes that her her own uniqueness is her power. Yeah. And this, this may be a movie about family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched that, that Fast 9 
uh, the <laughs> intro, and then when we switched theaters, we were all like, well, this movie was also about family, so yep. maybe it was F9 as well. <laughs> so, Encanto, I think it's probably going to be pretty good, you think? Yeah, I think so. At least, at the very least, it will have a good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you'll probably see that with your kids if you got kids. Uh, trailer number five here is, oh my gosh, we're still hitting on all cylinders. This is my most awaited thing. It is Marvel What If. Yeah, so this comes out August 11th on Disney+. Plus. Marvel What If. Guys, you know the Marvel stories. Even if you don't read the, read the comics, you've seen the movies, you know these characters well, you know the stories well. And What If is an animated thing where they say, what if this thing happened? Yeah, what if uh, what if Tony didn't make it back through the wormhole and ended up on the garbage planet Sakaar where Jeff Goldblum lives? What if Captain America would never happen and, and actually Agent Carter became Captain Carter? Carter. What if Doctor Strange sided with Dormammu? Guys, this looks so good. I don't know if you've seen this trailer. It looks so good. Really cool animation style. Like unique, something that I haven't seen a lot of yeah, before. Yeah. And it's in the voiceover is done by a lot of the actors. It's about yeah, half and half. I thought Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans were in it, but they're not, I learned. But like uh Sebastian Stan is is Bucky and uh Haley Atwell was uh Agent oh, Carter. Oh she does, okay. So it's it's about half and half. Uh the Agent Carter stuff it looks so awesome. Her with that shield. I mean, she's like cutting tanks and crap. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And uh, Jeff Goldblum is in it as the grandma. Oh, is he really? Yep. Oh my gosh. I, I feel keep... like, okay, if you're Robert Downey Jr., you're not above Jeff Goldblum. Like, just do the voice in the cartoon. Chadwick yeah. Boseman's last performance, also, he did his voice. And I saw something that was like, this. it's a, uh, it's a tear, like a heart wrench, not heart wrenching, but like, it'll bring you to tears, maybe. Yeah, because you're, you're just going to miss him. Yeah. He's so great. Ugh. I cannot wait for this. I, I this is, I'm so excited for this. Anyway. Uh, so that, when, do we know when that's coming out? Uh, yeah, August 11th, because it's right before Jess's birthday. Ah, perfect. What a birthday present. Indeed. Happy birthday. Uh, okay, so then we have a, a, a trailer for Queen Pens. This is the least good one on here. Yeah. But it's not terrible. Nah. Dude, it's, what's the, what's the basis of it? Or This is the one about the people forging coupons. And oh, yes. Yeah, it's Kristen Bell. Veronica Mars, yep. Yeah. And uh, others as well. And the her co the the other main actress she looks like a pretty good actress. Yeah, I think so. It's probably pretty funny. Yeah, it's just it's it's going to be one of those movies where it's probably worth watching for free. Yeah, and yeah. then forgetting. About, yeah, you know. I think so. Uh, was there anybody else in this movie uh, that we recognize? So usually I have IMDb pulled up, but yeah. I didn't in this particular. Because half of this stuff is like The Witcher yeah. and, and Star Wars and He-Man. Stuff that I know everything about. Yeah, this is... And this is based on a true story, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. All right, I got to pull this. This is pretty wild. So we got Kirsten Bell. We got Kirby Howell Baptiste. We got Vince Vaughn. Uh, Paul Walter Hauser, who you may know as Richard Jewell or that guy from... Uh, yeah. Uh, I, Tanya. Yep. And Stephen Root is in it and Joel McHale... And oh, that's right. Joel McHale's in this, right? Yep. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty funny. It's probably it's probably decent. It's probably nothing special, but like worth watching. Yeah, I think it's probably worth watching. So definitely not a booger. Yeah, um, there are no boogers. This yeah, week. there's no boogers. Uh, so that's Queen Pins, and then the next one we have here is Adam's Family Two. Yeah, what's funny about this one is that uh, I didn't bring it up in what we done watched, but after Ben went to bed on Thursday night, 
me, Missy, and Jess watched the first Adams Family animated movie. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, because it was on Hulu. So we watched it, and it was actually pretty good. It was it was an animated Adams Family movie, and uh, we watched that, and it was funny. Uh, pretty good voice cast: Oscar Isaac and Charlize Theron and oh. stuff. But uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed the first one, which made me more excited about the second one. The animation in this is really good. Yeah, it kind of had Adam's Family value, Values vibes, too. So it's like the, the first one uh, and the second one are going to sort of be similar to the old Adam's Family movies, I mm. think. Mm-hmm. So that, is, that looks pretty good. Um, then we have a trailer for The North Water. Yeah, so this is about old-timey ships in the north, in like the Arctic. Whaling and, ship, whaling yeah, ships, yeah. whaling ships, and Colin Farrell is uh, sort of like a unhinged type guy that might be some sort of proto serial killer type guy. <laughs> they say at one point in the trailer they say nobody's done any whaling this far north. Yeah, it's the North Water tells the story of Patrick Sumner, a disgraced ex-army surgeon who signs up as a ship's doctor on a whaling expedition to the Arctic. On board, he meets Henry Drax, the harpooner, a brutish killer. This is Colin Farrell whose amorality has been shaped to fit the harshness of this world. So it's basically going to be this Doctor versus Colin Farrell, I think, and you know how I love my old ships. You love an old ship. Yep, so it's going to probably have vibes of the terror, which was a pretty good show. Mm. Yeah, this is pretty good, um, and it and all the ships look real, which is nice. Yeah, that is extremely helpful. Yeah, and it may, maybe they are, I don't know. Uh, all right, then, then we have a, a trailer for a, uh, I guess like a documentary called Val. Yeah, this is about Val Kilmer, and it's basically, it's mostly from footage that he recorded himself on sets. Like, he just, I guess, was always running a camera. Yeah. So, it's it's about him and his sort of, basically, life coming up through Hollywood and into his sort of recent disappearance and his throat cancer and everything. Yeah, this, um, you sort of get a feel in this trailer. Like, he, he's kind of n- notoriously difficult to work with, I think. Yeah, definitely. And you almost can kind of get a little bit of that from this trailer, even. He ad- he admits it, and I think, I think, I think Val Kilmer is pretty aware of, of yeah. Val Kilmer. He looks like, yeah. he, this trailer at least seems like he has a lot of self-awareness. Yes, yes, I totally agree. And, and it doesn't look like, the documentary that he made does not look self-aggrandizing to me at all. Oh, no, absolutely not. Mm-mm. So, this is probably, if you like documentaries yeah. and, and Val Kilmer, who, like, Val Kilmer was Doc Holliday, so... No matter what, he was at least Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Yeah. I don't think he's trying to trick us at all in this trailer. Like, nope. he, I think it is what it is. Yeah, it looks all very, very uh, earnest. Earnest. I, I That's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, the final trailer that we have here is for The Witcher Season 2. Yeah, it's a two-minute... They called it a teaser trailer, but I think it was a pretty strong trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's it basically... It all looks like stuff from the beginning... Because basically, from the from the Witcher novels that it's being adapted from, everything that happened was in the first third of Blood of Elves. Um, Siri, obviously, Geralt took Siri at the end of season one. Yep. And they were going to Caramoran, which is the Wolf School castle, where the Wolf School Witchers live, and like, there's the other Witchers there, like Lambert and Eskel, and then Vesemir, who's sort of the head of that order, the Wolf School. And so they take Siri there, and she's basically like a young girl who's living. <laughs> Missy said it best: like a young girl living in a frat house, 
Yeah. <laughs> that is what it is. Uh, so they're sort of like treating her like a witcher. And then in the books, and I'm sure the show, Triss Marigold shows up and sort of is like, you can't, like, you can't do this this way. But then they, they end up getting separated and blah, blah, blah. So that would be the basis of season two. Yeah. Uh, b- bigger budget looks like a lot of great imagery, very fantasy. Um, looks fun. Yeah, it's the the trailer mostly stuck with Geralt and Ciri. Um, and I know, and Kermorin, but I know at some point Yennefer's got a pretty big story in this, and uh, uh, there's a character named Missile who's going to have to be in it as well. But that'll be later on, probably. Yeah. Uh, when the uh, title card came up at the end of the trailer, I said. Oh, Yennefer wasn't even in this at all, and yep. then and then it and then it flashed her at the end. Yeah, she was the post-credit scene of yeah. the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so yeah, so there'll be a lot of familiar faces, and uh, should be should be a fun romp. I'm excited about it. You know, this thinking about this, Nick. They don't they don't feature a lot of fighting in this. It was more like imagery and characters. Yeah, it was sort of like this is what they're doing. They're going to care more in yeah series with Geralt right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there'll be a lot more to this. Should be fun. Uh, and that does it for the new new trailers. And that brings us to the trailer mailers. You've got mail. Yeah. So our, I want to do this one first because we got a late a late one from our cage match. And oh yeah. This yeah, is from yeah. my cousin who we were hanging out with yesterday, and his his answer for who he would want to see in a cage match was Red Guardian versus Captain America because it would just be Rocky IV. That's exactly right. This would be perfect. And I think Red Guardian would also like that idea based on just watching Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's really fun. Um, Let me just open up the post here. Uh, so our, our question last week was, would you date your variant self based on Loki? So uh, Kevin answered first via email as he always does yep. and actually i if you you may have noticed i forgot to post uh, the questions time on monday i didn't re- realize i had forgotten until i think wednesday when kevin emailed his answer and i was like oh i forgot to put the post but it didn't stop most of you from replying so. yeah we had a lot of replies kevin said frankly i'd i'd love to work with my variant and i think we'd get a lot more done than apart but as far as dating goes i think it would start out great having the same enthusiasm for the same things but it would just become really boring really fast. Yep. Yep. And I think he's right there. Yeah. So. Uh, so Elaine said, my initial reaction was heck no, because I would get so tired of my tendency to procrastinate, indecisiveness, and anxiety. But then I thought about all the fun things I like to do and could do them with my variant. And if he was more of my type B side that goes with the flow, th- uh, gets things done and doesn't sweat the small stuff, I could live with that. I just don't like how narcissistic it sounds. <laughs> yeah, it does have that ring to it. It, it really does, yeah. Uh, Robo said, date? No. Plot some weird parent trap style stuff at work and with friends? Oh, yeah. Also, I could uh, use a hand while making stuff, as long as they know what they're doing. <laughs> well, I think that depends on nature versus nurture, because oh, these yeah. variants come from very different places. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Missy, who's currently in the next room, said, Nah, I'd be too critical of me, and I don't deserve that. Should we make her come in here and explain her answer deeper? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty self-critical myself, so it's <laughs> like, I would guess I extend that to my variant self. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, Bridget said, Nope, I annoy myself too much already. I don't think I could handle two of me. LOL. I get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike. Mike, Mike said, No, 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 no. No. 
<laughs> so Mike's not dating his variant. It seems like the overwhelming answer is no. Yeah, Elaine's the only one who kind of came around on herself. Yeah. <laughs> Self-love. Yeah. I, I I can see it. I Maybe some variant of myself, but probably not. Yeah, probably not. You, there would have to be a lot of different nurture. That, yeah, that's yeah. That's the main, the main factor there. Yeah, you could maybe not even know it. Yeah. I think maybe Kevin is right. Like, you could work with your variant and maybe, like, rule the world. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about dating. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound right to me. No. Uh, all right, so that's uh, so this week, uh, if you want to answer us and tell us uh, what revival old cartoons you want to bring back, how would they get? How would they do that, Nick? Well, they could uh, shoot us an email, Kevin Style at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com, or they could follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast, which is what I recommend. It's where we post questions, times, and all kinds of biz. And if you want to watch Ben eat horseradish with Missy, you can go on Instagram <laughs> and do that. I think I put it in the Trailer Blazers podcast story as well. Um, you can follow us on Twitter for new episode drop updates at trailer underscore blazers. I do not check the notifications, though, so don't try and get in, t- in touch with us there. <laughs> and then if you're feeling extraordinarily gen- generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. And the secret of Quick Mickey here is that while Nick says all that stuff, I don't listen to Nick, and I look through this stuff and I say, what can I pull from here to do a Quick Mickey and improv? Okay, folks. Let's quit making my songs. And I'm gonna tell you if you don't have a podcast to live like five star right in the Well, well let me tell you what's gonna happen. We're gonna cast Quick Mickey as the conqueror. Not gonna be no king up and soldier. It's gonna be Quick Mickey the Conqueror. And you say, Well, what are you gonna do with that? Do you wanna rule the world or something? No. That's too much responsibility. And that's too much work, honestly. So you say, Well, what's the end game here? You see what I did there in the end game? That's an Avengers film. That's that's right. So what what you gonna do with that? Well, I'm gonna set up my own cage match and televise it, and I'm gonna pick the different people to be in there, and uh, we're gonna mix it up. There's not gonna be no animals though, Nick. I'm an animal lover. Did you know that? I didn't. Well, I am, but so we're not gonna have no animal fights. Probably the closest we do be like the Hulk and Abomination. Okay, so we're gonna do that, and you can watch this. And it's not gonna be pay per view. I, I already ruled the world. I don't need to get rich. Okay, so we're gonna do that, and uh, and um, you say, well, violence is not the answer, Quick Mickey. This is not a death match, folks. This is just. For, this is good old wholesome fun. They signed up for it. They know what they're getting into. It's not to the death. It's going to be safe. And really, if you get into a fight, make sure that you're safe. That's the tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always, uh, and other fancy adjectives that I stole from Ann Perkins' compliments <laughs> from Leslie Nope, which is where <laughs> I've gotten all of those in the past. A little peek behind the curtain there. <laughs> For the trailer Blazers, my name is Nick, and I. And what if I was? Uh, what if? What if I could speak in a way where I didn't have to keep saying the same words over and over? Happy trailers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ben Moon, and I don't have a dynasty, but I am a warrior. Happy trailers. 
Oh, I'm going to say something else. Before we jump to the video games one quarter portion, we learned about something that you can do with this podcast to make it a million times funnier. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so uh, Derek, a uh, friend of the show and cousin-in-law to me, pointed out that if you if you listen to a podcast at half speed, so 0.5 speed, if your podcaster is able to change the speed, we sound extremely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious. Yeah, so especially if you go to episode 85, the part where we're doing the question sounds and we're talking about the cage match, and you listen to us talk about uh, the fights in the cage match, we both sound completely plastered. It's really, really funny if you listen to it at 0.5 speed. It is. It's it's, it's great. And also the intro where we do the club intro, the uh-huh. <laughs> trailer blazer or whatever it was, that's really funny too. <laughs> Guys, you gotta try it. It's so funny. Yeah, so let us know if you listen to us at half speed. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that brings us to the video games. One quarter portion. Of the show, Nick and I have not played any video games. No, I have not. I, uh... I st- there hasn't been any that I want to play. Well, I, I have been playing uh, Get the House Ready to set... <laughs> to uh, pass inspection. That's what I've been doing. It's not a game because it's not fun at no, all. It's not fun. Uh, I've been staying up late every night um, and uh, haven't even like really exercised a whole lot. So I'm just, I'm in bad shape. We've been running. We have been running since we're up here. Yeah, we, we, we've been doing that. I've been huffing and puffing because I hadn't done anything in a week. But uh, so yeah, we haven't played it. I, well, I did download Control on my laptop. Oh. Uh, and there's actually an Xbox controller in my bag so I can play it but i just haven't you play it on the train i've been playing on the train so so we haven't been playing anything but we do have a, a really potentially interesting piece of new news industry new news uh the assassin's creed series is going uh, full live service yeah i don't even know what that means yeah so i think it, it's it's i don't want to say it's like a mmo um but it's um I like how it says live-ish. Ongoing live-ish game across Origins, Odyssey, and most recently Valhalla. Yeah, I don't know what this means. Um, they say it's in the vein of Fortnite or GTA Online. Um, I know they make a lot of money from those things, and that's mm-hmm. probably what's attracting them to do this. Yeah, I mean, it says Ubisoft. The report even got Ubisoft to confirm the existence of Infinity, but they would only say that it would exceed the expectations of fans who've been asking for a more cohesive approach to online. Who, who, who has been asking for this? I, no one ever is. It's just... What marketing people say? Yeah, what marketing people say. Yeah. How big is this going to be? Uh, Ubisoft Montreal and Quebec... Um, would usually alternate on Assassin's Creed project, but for but this time they're both working on this, so that'll give you a sense of the scale, which is actually pretty big, I would say. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed's been around forever, so it does. I guess this makes sense to have a sort of constant online presence that they can constantly generate. Does this revenue. update? Yeah. Yeah, instead of I mean, they put out like a new game every year. It seems. You know, I wonder if if this goes well. And they instead of coming out with new games, they just keep adding to this thing. Um, like like I said, they, we've now added a Japan area or, or something like that. I wonder if other studios will sort of take this approach as well, maybe. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. I mean, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since the first one, so... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I sort of like the idea of both those studios working on this because Odyssey was better than Valhalla to me. And so I kind of fell off Valhalla. So I just wonder, 
maybe the quality will go up. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I mean, I wouldn't have expected it to work for GTA, so what do I know? Yeah, seriously. Like, GTA is still a perennially played thing. Like, people still are super into it. They're super into a it. A lot of money in there. Yeah. Uh, well, and, they, and they keep coming out with content for it. Yeah, and that's why GTA 6 will will be a million years away. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Uh, all right, so then the the only new new trailer that we have that we're, that's really worth talking about is we did get a trailer, like a gameplay trailer for Gollum. Yes, so this is a, a weird thing. It's a really weird idea, yeah. but it's unique. Yeah. So that is a plus for it. They're yeah. making a, a stealth a stealth parkour game <laughs> for Gollum. So like, I imagine you have to hide from enemies and you have to like jump around and climb and leap over things to get away from things splinter ring yeah splinter ring yeah splinter ring and and you're Gollum and so you're going through like in Lord of the Rings in the in the novels you sort of have an idea where Gollum has been the entire time but it never follows his perspective so this they're like well what if we follow his perspective yeah so you'll be sort of like a Gollum character who is you know he's not like a hero so it's not He's just important for the the series. Yeah, so you, I would you would think that okay, well you'll probably be in the Misty Mountains and you'll probably be in Mordor, but they actually in this he goes to Mirkwood. Yeah, which I guess is is canon because they they said that it was from the books. I don't remember. I haven't read the Lord of the Rings yeah, so same. long since I was in high school. Uh, one of the interesting things about this is the design is a little cartoonier than. Like the, it's not the movie designs. It's it's got its own style. So, the Gandalf has a pretty cool design that's a little unique. Uh, the Mouth of Sauron looks a little weird. I didn't like him so much. Who, who is it? The Mouth of Sauron. Oh, the Mouth of Sauron. Yeah, it is. It is different than the movie. We like the movie Mouth of Sauron. Yeah, he rules. So, but I will say the art direction in this is good. Like Merkwood looks really cool, and some of like the I guess torture rooms of Mordor look pretty cool. Yeah, and you're gonna see a lot of weird stuff. So, and they said there's there's locations that haven't been in like movies or other games before. So yeah, yeah. So that'd be kind of cool to visit some new places in uh, in Middle Earth. I will. I would do that. I'll buy this game when it comes out. Well, yeah, third person stealth. That's your kind of game. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, folks. Well, that does it for uh, all the uh, the video game stuff. Nick, you got anything else? Nope. Uh, I can't even hang up on you and go away because you're sitting right next to me. No, we, you have to entertain me now. Yeah. <laughs> or feed me, Seymour. Oh, boy. All right. I better go feed the Ben. <laughs> All right, folks. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Ben Moon. And I'm fully live. And my name is Nick Kelly. And I am a third-person stealth parkour game. Happy Trailers. Megadon.